one of the first days when we were in Ecuador, we were sitting with some of the missionaries and <clears throat> and just kind of asking them, you know, what was that what was that step that you guys took? What, what, what was it that was the catalyst for you to actually say, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this huge step and leap of faith and, and jump into moving across the world to serve the Lord. And it's interesting because one of the missionaries took us to a passage in Matthew, and you don't have to turn there, but it's in Matthew 14. And it's where, and it was kind of ironic because we had just finished our theme on Peter of last year. And so he took us to the passage where, where the disciples went out in their boat ahead of Jesus. And they woke thinking that it was a ghost walking on the water. And it was Jesus saying, take heart at his eye, do not be afraid. In verse 28, it says, and Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, come. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. And this couple looked at us and said, you know, we wrestle with that passage and we say, you know, was, were the other disciples, were they just not faithful? Did they, they weren't sinning. They just chose to stay in the boat. And Peter looked out and said, Jesus, if it's you, that's you. Command me. Call me to come out. And then he had the courage to step out of the boat and to walk on water. And got to experience this amazing experience with the Lord and to see God move in that. And he said, he, he looked at us and he's like, we decided we wanted to get out of the boat. We wanted to do something. We could serve right where we're at and we could, we could make God's name known and we could be faithful right where God had us. We said, God, what else is there? We want to get out of the boat. We want to make you known. And so he's like, we chose to get out of the boat. So we moved. We moved our entire family into the jungles of Ecuador and we didn't really know what we were going to do at that point. We just started investing into the community. And they saw a need. They saw a tangible need of kids being educated. And so they started bringing kids into their home and educating these jungle kids. And seeing the brokenness and the despair and the lack of, of any type of faith in this whole community. And so they started with kindergarten. And then they added first grade the next year. And then they added second grade the next year. And third grade the next year. And now I think they're all the way up to sixth grade. And they're going to every year add another grade. And here they are living in this crazy remote spot. And pouring into these students' lives. And here I come. Here we come, Hume Lake, with our video cameras and all this to try and capture this incredible story. <laughs> So I'm like, tell me, tell me a story of life impact. Tell me a story of change that you guys have seen. You've been here seven plus years now. And so what have you seen God tangibly do to transform? You know, I need that like miraculous story to make everybody cry, you know? Are you guys crying yet? No? Okay. Um, and, and he said, you know what? When we set out on this journey, we knew we weren't going to be able to come in and just bulldoze this whole community and everyone was just going to accept Jesus right off the bat. He said, you know when we're going to see the impact and see the fruit of what we're doing? It's 
probably about 20 years from now, when these kids love differently, when families in this community look differently, when the men stay in their families and they pour in and they're godly manly, manly leaders in their family, when there isn't abuse and alcoholism, we're gonna start to see the transformation of what the Lord is doing. So right now, the stories of our victory, the fruit that we see, is we see a seven-year-old saying, let's pray when someone gets hurt. That's our victory. But we're living in a generation of a lot of brokenness. And so we're gonna commit to be lights and be Jesus right here in this moment. And I, I definitely, I, I work at Hume Lake and, and we work for nine months out of the year to come up with themes and weird videos and, and weird sets and all this craziness. And then summer comes and the gospel's presented and you respond, you stand up. God moves, I can see tangibly the way worship looks differently on Monday morning than the way it looks on Friday. And I can see fruit week after week after week. That's just the beauty of my job. I see the gospel transform lives. And I looked at him and his wife, and I was like, man, they are living with so much faith that day in and day out, for years and years and years, they decide to pour into people's lives, believing and trusting, like Brian said last night, that Jesus is worth it. And he will change lives and he will transform. It just may not happen overnight. And I think this whole theme that we're studying this summer, proclaiming God's truth in an ungodly culture, that some of us may even look at the life of Elijah and say, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step up on my soapbox. I'm gonna tell everybody. And, and if everyone doesn't listen, then, you know, I'm done with them. But I think what God's really calling us to do is to take this faith and say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be Jesus. I'm gonna be that living, tangible example of who Christ is. And I'm gonna continue to live it and to continue to do it whether or not I see the fruit right away or not. I'm gonna love, I'm gonna care, I'm gonna serve. Like Phil said in that video, that may we practice those habits right now, right where we're at. So often we miss it. We miss what God is doing in our own backyard and we're, we're so quick to sign up to go somewhere else to serve God and to love people. And we kind of sign off on a one week trip and we say, I did it, I, I did my good deed for the year. And we miss that God is calling us to live a life that proclaims his truth. Not just when we go away, not just when we're at youth group, not just on a Sunday morning, but though our lives should proclaim it every day. He said in that video, there's people in your schools, in your neighborhoods, in your own backyards that so desperately need Jesus. And as we are faithful with what God's put before us, watch out, because he will open those doors. The question, the question remains, like I said in that video, is what are you gonna do with it? 
Do you want to get out of the boat? Do you want to get out of the boat? And see what, what God has for you. Because I think it's really easy for us to allow fear, to allow all the things in this world to kind of keep us stifled. When God is saying, will you trust me? I've got, I've got a whole world that so desperately needs the love of Jesus. And the thing that I know about the Lord is if he wants someone to come to know him, man, he'll, he'll use the rocks to make that happen. We get to be a part of what God's doing. But he doesn't need us. But we get to be a part of it. Do you want to be a part of what God's doing?